For those of you trying to raise money, that's take sales. You're trying to raise money from investors, that's sales. When you're trying to fill out a job application and go do a job interview, you're selling yourself. So this applies even if you're not a salesperson. <laughs> hey, Ty, let me say one thing about that, though, because when we hire salespeople, we put them through a simple test that anyone can use. And we, we use a ping pong paddle. And, and I get them through a few phone interviews. I like them. I, I bring them in. And I literally just say, hey, sell me this ping pong paddle. And what you're looking for is that the talented salespeople are going to start with questions. And the people that don't really know what they're doing are going to start with features. So a good salesperson will be like, oh, do, do you already play ping pong now? What, like, how often do you play? Like, how good are you? And a bad salesperson, like, immediately is like, oh, that paddle has this wood and your hand will never sweat. And these balls, like, these balls don't even go off the table. And, like, they go, they go to the features. They go, and you can't sell a solution if you don't know what the problem is, if you don't know if there's a need. So if there's one thing I could hopefully teach your audience, it's let your defense mechanism be questions, not answers. Yes. So when you don't know what to do, when you're on a phone, when you're stuck in sale on a sales call, when you're stuck. And by the way, for those of you trying to raise money, that's take sales. You're trying to raise money from investors, that's sales. When you're trying to do fill out a job application and go do a job interview, you're selling yourself. So this applies even if you're not a salesperson. When you want to raise, if you have a job and you want to raise, you're selling. So one of the things, for example, that Chris is saying that I've used is basically... Um, one of my mentors, I just posted on Twitter, he used to tell me, Ty, if you're sitting in a room for 30 minutes and you don't know who the sucker is, you're the sucker. So if you're sitting in a job interview, if you're sitting trying to raise money from investors and the person across the table has total control of the conversation, they're dominating what you're thinking, you're the sucker in the room. It's kind of like if you're playing poker and everybody's, uh, I was, I, I play a little poker and I was in Vegas and, um, I had to actually leave the table because those those games go on. It's Texas Hold'em, you play forever. So I just played the card. Uh, I I told people before I was leaving the table, like I gotta leave soon. I just kind of said it loud enough to my friend that everybody would hear. And I waited till I had a badass hand. Okay, I didn't immediately leave the table. I was like, I'm gonna leave in the next thirty minutes. I got I forget what hand I got, but it was a great hand. And I basically just went, I got to go, guys. And I went all in. And like people, normally, when you go all in like that, you know, people think that I have a good hand. I, I don't bluff that much. But so this time people thought I was bluffing and I was going all in just because I had to go back to the room. But I wasn't. And I took basically the whole table's money. So when you, and the way that I did that was by planting a seed early in the conversation and then going back and taking the harvest. And that's the same thing you were saying with sales. It's when, when, if I was selling these candles, for example, to you, I'd be like, this is what I used to do. This is, I'll give you an exact script that I used to say. I'd be like, hey, Erica, I just got into my, got on my desk. I saw you were on my website and you put in your phone number and asked me to call you. Uh, so what are you looking for? Let me see if I can help you. And then I mute the phone. This is important. Mute. Now your turn. I'm looking for soy candles for Elon's wedding on February 14th. Is that what you just asked me? Yeah. I need candles. Can you get me some candles? (laughs) 
Like, no, here's the key part. <laughs> like, keep the mute on because they'll keep talking and they'll give away their hand. So I just keep it on mute. And 99% of the time, they don't hang up. What they'll do is they'll go. Keep talking. Yeah. Keep talking. So I'm on mute. Ty, are you there? Oh, yeah. I'm just listening. <laughs> okay. I need 1,000 candles by February 14th. I need them to be soy because I like the way they burn. And it's going to be on a beach wedding, and there's going to be about 500 people. So I want to make sure that you can accommodate this. Is that something that you can do? So now, just a little key point. The sucker in the room switched to her because she just revealed all her stuff because people hate silence on the phone. I promise you, they won't hang up on you. Out of 100 people you do that to, 99 will tell you their whole life story. And then I'll just be like, um, I'll be like, listen, Erica, I've been doing this for 10 years. I can tell you everything you need about soy, and I'm going to show you something cool. Go to this YouTube video. I'm going to text it to you. Oh, let me reset Instagram. So we're continuing. This is me doing sales. Chris had to take a little break for a second. He went so, mute. So what? He went mute on you. He went mute. <laughs> so I, I basically muted the phone. I'm pretending I'm selling to Erica. And she just told me everything because people hate silence. Let them talk. The more they talk, the more they become the sucker in the room. Not that you're trying to take advantage of people, but you're trying to be good at what you do, which is sell. So I would basically be like, go to check out this YouTube video. It's got 2 million views. It's me doing the largest soy candle wedding in history. I lit up the Vatican for the Pope, and I put 60,000 soy candles, and the Pope gave me an award that said, Ty is the number one soy candle person in the world. And how many do you need? A thousand. Child's play. I'll take care of this. I got you. So I, those different frames, by the way, you see me doing a sale. That's a, what you call an authority frame. There's many frames. I got a lot of tricks on my sleeve when it comes to frame. I would basically listen to what she said. I could tell she's a newbie to the world of soy candles. So I would use an authority play. If she, if, when I was talking to her, she said to me, oh, Ty, listen, Every week for the last 10 years, I've been doing soy candle weddings. My old supplier pissed me off because he hit on me and asked me out. He's creepy. He told me he likes that I sleep on my right side because he implanted a, candle, uh, a camera above my bed. So I'm switching vendors. Now, when I talked to her and I heard that situation, I wouldn't use the authority frame because she is an authority. So then you might want to find a different frame, a pricing frame like, well, how much did you used to pay? And if she goes, a dollar a candle, go, well, I could probably do it for 70 cents. That's a pricing discount frame. It's not my favorite frame, but it works for Walmart. Like Walmart's whole frame to the world is like we're cheap. So is Amazon's. Amazon is the cheapest play to buy most things. That's why they're putting Best Buy out of business. So know your frames. That's more advanced. Let's go to this last point here to wrap up. We're saving the best for last. By the way, I'm giving away this iPhone 7. Step number seven or secret number seven to be a master of sales. If right now, Chris, this is your last day on earth and you had to leave one paragraph or less, three, four sentences for your kids or for the world of the ultimate manifesto of sales, not communist manifesto, not Karl Marx, what would your manifesto of sales be? I'm with for those of you who came new, uh, came in later, I'm with 
Chris Smith, he wrote The Curator, I mean The Conversion Code. He is the founder, co-founder of Curator, which is a top Inc. 500 fastest growing company. He's done sales for two billionaires uh, in his past life. Now he's out teaching. He had a badass book. I saw it when I was flying actually from San Diego back to LA. And I told my staff, get this guy on my podcast, get this guy on my live stream. So this is the final thing. The most gangster manifesto on sales in three sentences. Sure. The first part of the manifesto is that you have to have a black lab mindset. You have to have the most excited, positive, mental attitude on the planet. Like if somebody serves me a subpoena or brings me a great package, my great Dane gets equally excited. And in sales, you deal with so much rejection that it starts with having a positive mental attitude and enthusiasm. My, my coach at Lou Pearlman's company, billionaire, discovered NSYNC Backstreet and Britney Spears. He, he, he went in and he said, guys, you, you don't even know what to, you don't even need to know what to say. What you need is enthusiasm. And if you look at that word and you draw a bracket around I-A-S-M, he said that actually is an acronym for I am sold myself. So if you don't have that black lab mindset and that enthusiasm every day, you're not going to be legendary in sales. So enthusiasm, going out, getting people. Yeah, because you know one thing I've learned, I, I'm a pretty logical person, or at least I've always thought I uh, and, you know, I've always thought of myself as logical, but the older I get, the more experience I get, I realize here's really, and this is my manifesto, not just for sales, but for understanding people. Humans are not logical. I don't care if you're, if you look at Stephen Hawking's life, the man's done illogical things. Okay. He left his wife and they, you know, he, that's an emotional thing. He left his wife for his nurse or something like that. There's not a highly logical thing. It's he followed his heart. I'm in love with this new woman. So even the greatest, most genius people I've met are, are, aren't that logical. So my manifesto would say people buy vibes. They buy vibes. They go off vibes. Guys who are good with women walking up to them at a coffee shop. It's not what they say. It's not a pickup line. Women aren't logical. Men aren't logical either, by the way. So you don't just go up to a woman and be like, you know why you should date me? I am six foot two, blonde hair, blue eyes. Uh, I've got a great resume. I make 150 grand a year, whatever a guy. Guys say stupid stuff like that. What gets a girl is she vibes with you. Your vibe, she's like, ah, that's my type. That's, that's what they call chemistry. And when it comes to sales, it's the exact same thing. You're not going to close every sale. Right. You're going to get on the phone with some people. They're not going to like your vibe. Get off the phone and move on. There's another, you know, like they say about fish in the sea. Same with sales. There's a lot of fish out there. There's, there's about $100 trillion floating around this planet. Trillion. A lot of that's going through salespeople. You miss $1 trillion, there's still 50 to 100 other trillion dollars. That's a thousand billion or a million million floating around this thing. So watch your vibe. This lines up with what you say. If you if, just listen, if I, this is how you sound to most people. I've learned this because I do YouTube videos where I talk a lot. This is how people perceive it. So it's more like this. Oh, people like that vibe. That's enthusiastic vibe. Forget what you're saying. I could literally make a YouTube video and be like, dude, I have found the greatest opportunity. I've made money online. I'm going to show you guys how to make money online. Soy Candles is badass. Join my new program. 
And I promise you, people would be signing up for it, even though it makes no logical sense. They're, I don't even know if soy, did you make up soy candles? I totally made that yeah, up. Yeah, it doesn't even exist. But if people like my vibe, they go, I'm buying. Now, I could have the most logical thing that's gonna make you money. If, if I just talk like, you know what would be great? One of the ways that you make money is you invest real estate, real estate, you know, invest in real estate. It's made more millionaires than anybody in America. <sighs> real estate, real estate. It's like that vibe, people are just gone. They're like, this dude, even if they believe that real estate sells, they're not gonna, I mean, real estate makes millionaires. They ain't buying it from you. That's why it's a vibe game. Sales is a vibe game, man. Well, I asked my top sales guy one time, I said, what's your favorite thing you ever sold? He said, me, it's the only thing I ever sold. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, you want to raise investment. You want to date a girl. You want to get more people buying your product. Do they buy into you at a personal level, man? Personal level. Personal level.